add a new dimension to your week. Enjoy a unique radio program giving you spiritual knowledge, a guided meditation, and music from around the globe. Learn how to achieve a peaceful state of balance in your everyday life on the Sahaja Yoga Meditation Program. Good morning. This is the Sahaja Yoga Meditation Program every Sunday. Welcome to this program again. Uh, the topic of today um, will be about our desire. Why did we select this uh, topic? Because when we talk of yoga or meditation, we, we're talking about our inner self. And our inner self can be discovered only if we have the desire for it. So the desire is one of the foundations of our spirituality. Say, if we have desire for money, maybe our life will be completely focused on how to get money. If we have desire for food, we may be obsessed by food. But if we have desire for knowing ourselves, nothing will stop us discovering all that's behind all, all these things. And that's why we decided on that topic. So we will start now. Um, I will just explain also what it is the, the desire in terms of um, our spiritual uh, subtle system. Yoga works um, in a vertical motion, which means that the root of our self are in the earth. The earth element is, it is the carbon atom. That's what makes our body. And also, on a more subtle level, that's what makes us um, uh, good people. Good people means uh, innocent people, honest people, uh, genuine in our, in our life, in our attitude. And moral people as well, uh, knowing how to respect ourselves and how to respect others. All of this is, is in the root of ourselves. And all this is given to us by, by the earth, by the Mother Earth. And from that Mother Earth uh, stage, we evolve upwards towards what we call the spiritual, spirit stage. And the spirit stage is all about love, all about subtle um, feelings, uh, subtle um, connection with the, the sky. When we talk about divinity, we talk about the sky. So between the earth and the sky, that's where we stand. And what leads us up there is our desire. And in the subtle system of the, in yoga, in the knowledge of yoga, our subtle system has, has three aspects, one left aspect, one right aspect, and one central aspect. The central aspect is like the, the lift uh, in a building. You jump in, press the button, it takes you up to the seventh uh, story. The left side is the, what we call the, the, the power of desire. And this left side will allow us to access the lift. As the right side is our power of action. And that's the power of action also which will allow us to access the lift because on the basis of our desire, we got to stand up, walk and, and 
just uh, do the experience or get into the lift. So the first thing important is the power of desire. So just, uh, we're going to, to go deeper in this subject, but I would just want to read some something from the a Sanskrit uh, writing, which is the Dharma Sapta, uh, Sasta. And it, it talks, it, it's a story about um, uh, some ancient stories about a sage and disciples and things. I just read an extract that regards this desire. It says, The desire for worldly pleasures is endless, and it can lead only to sorrow. Therefore, overcome it. Withdraw yourself from indulgence in mountain pleasures. That which you desire most in the world will be the cause of the greatest sorrow and unhappiness. Verily, this body, which today is, is not tomorrow, it is tra transitory. The riches of the world are transitory. Physical pleasures are momentary. There is no permanent happiness in the world. Seek eternal happiness, be above mundane pleasures, live to know the, the eternal truth in you, do not run after pleasures of the world. Carnal desires are erroneous. Do not allow yourself to be destroyed by them. Just another little more. Um, what havoc has desire not played in the world? But alas, men are still prone to be slaves of this monstrous enemy, the very destroyer of their soul. The history of the world is full of individual racial and national suicide, destruction and devastation, resulting from the pursuit of the object of desire by each in its own way. meditation with some music imagine all the world with all the people in peace and harmony this can happen only if we individually um, have the, the desire but also the means to, to achieve that and the means to achieve it um, I believe it's it is there we have a great an amazing tool available to us inside ourselves in the form of a spiritual power that is, um, we would say, dormant in our spinal cord, at the base of the spinal cord, in a small bone called the sacrum bone. It is very well known in Indian scriptures. Um, the Greeks knew about it because they called these bones uh, sacrum. And this energy can be awakened very easily just on the basis of your desire. So at the end of this program, we'll have a, what we call self-realization process, which takes about five minutes, and which uh, unlocks the doors of your chakras, of your um, power within. Just for the moment, we are going to, to have a bit of uh, silent meditation, 
relaxing meditation. So we can sit down on the chair or on the floor and you open your hands, palm upwards, and you take some deep breath just to relax yourself. And inside, with all your desire, you can talk to this energy, and this energy is a mother, a spiritual mother within you. She knows you from before you were born, and since you were born. She knows all your qualities. She knows you in and out. And her only desire is to help you, to achieve yourself your true self. So you can close your eyes, remain silent inside and you ask, Oh Divine Mother, please help me know myself. Give me the knowledge of myself. Oh Divine Mother, Please give me the knowledge of myself. In the spiritual traditions, this Divine Mother was represented in different forms. In Mother Mary, in Christianity, in Fatima, in Islam, Kuan Yin, Adi Shakti, Athena, Isis, all these forms of the Divine Mother are always present in spirituality. Then you put your right hand on your heart and you say a few times inside yourself, I am the Spirit. I am not this body. I am not this mind. I am not the intellect not the emotions. I am not the past, not the future. I am pure spirit. I am the spirit. Then take your right hand on top of your head and you massage your scalp gently and here you ask mother or father whoever you are comfortable with please give me my self-realization give me my connection with the all-pervading power of love give me my connection with the spirit give me the pure knowledge
Okay. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this very short meditation just to set ourselves in the center. The center is the present moment, is the eternal state where there is no past, no future. There is no attraction to anything, no attachment, no desire. Because the desire, the pure desire is actually inbuilt within us. When we were born, we have this inner desire to be connected to this love, this power of love that surrounds everything. And this desire is inbuilt within us. And this power of desire to, to connect to this all-pervading divine love doesn't leave us. It's it only clouded, but it's always there. Talking about this desire, um, we have an extract of a talk by Srimataji Nirmaladevi, Srimataji, who is the founder of Sahaja Yoga, and she was speaking about what it is the desire of God, what it is the desire of God, what is, what does God want, um, what is his desire? Why is there any creation? So she was speaking uh, briefly about that, and I would like to share it with you, with you. But what is the pure desire of God Almighty? If you see your own desires, come out of what? Not of the divine love, but out of carnal love, out of material love, of out of power love. Behind all these desires there is love. If you do not love something, you will not desire it. So these mundane type of loves that you have, for which we spend so much of our time uselessly. Actually, they do not give you satisfaction because that's not true love that you have, just infatuation for the time being and then you just get fed up with it and from here you jump to another thing, to another thing, to another thing. So, Adi Shakti is embodiment of God's divine love. It's God's pure love. And in His love, what did He desire? He desired that He should create human beings who would be very obedient, would be sublime, would be like angels. And that was his idea, is to create Adam and Eve. So angels have no freedom. Angels are made like that. They are fixed. They don't know why they do it. 
Animals also don't know why they do certain things. They just do it because they are bound by nature, they are bound by God Almighty. They say Shiva is Pashupati, means He controls all the animals, He is Pashupati. He controls all the animals, so all the desires from animals come in, but they don't repent, they don't have ego, they don't think that this is wrong or that is good. They have no karma problem because they have no ego, because they have no freedom. At this point, Adi Shakti, which was pure love. So think of a father who has put all his love into one personality then what is left in him is nothing. He is just watching. Then what does he think? He is just watching the play of his desire, of his love. He is watching it, how it is working out. And when he is watching that, then he is very careful because he knows that this personality that I have created is nothing but love and compassion. And compassion itself is of such a noble variety that he cannot bear anybody challenging that compassion, troubling that compassion, or also in any way demeaning it, lowering it down, insulting it. He is so alert on that one and he is very watchful. So a rift has taken place, we should say, from him, from his own desire of love. Now this desire of love was also given a personality, means ego, and that this ego has to act on its own. It became sort of an very independent personality, which was free to do whatever it liked. I mean, we cannot think in our mundane life that a husband and wife are absolutely free to do what they like, because there is no cohesion, there is no understanding, there is not, not that oneness, that rapport, but it's like a moon and moonlight, sun and sunlight, is such a cohesion that whatever one does, another enjoys. And in that beautiful rift, Adi Shakti decided to change his plans. He's known for her sankalpa vikalpa karoti. Anything you try to decide too much, she will make it break, like today's eleven o'clock puja. <laughs> so when this Adam and Eve business started, she thought that they will be just like other animals or angels. What's the use? They must know what they are doing. They must know why they are doing it. 
They must have the freedom to understand what is the knowledge. And like fixed machine-like life that these animals are having, why should they have? So, in her arbitrary power, which was conceded, of course, she is the one who came as a serpent and told them that you taste the fruit of knowledge. Now for people who are not Sajogis, you cannot tell this, they'll be shocked. But this serpent that came for them to test and then to tell them that you better test this fruit. This serpent told the woman, not the man, because woman is supposed to accept things easily. She may even accept booth, she may even accept nonsense, but she's the one who accepts, while the man doesn't accept easily. He argues, he discusses. That's why he came and told the woman. She came and told him, I should say. This Holy Ghost actually is a feminine. And so more nearer to a woman, this feminine force came as serpent and told that better you taste the fruit of knowledge. Now, it was the job of the lady, Eve, to convince her husband, because women know how to do that. Sometimes they may convince them wrongly, tell them something which is very wrong, very sinister. As you know in Macbeth, what happened? So many places we have seen women have misguided their husbands. But men can be misguided or could be guided or could be emancipated if they have a proper wife. So he had all faith in his wife, believed in it, and they tested the fruit of knowledge under the guidance of this Holy Ghost who was a feminine personality of God.
So we we are going now to some more um, talk uh, by Shrimataji, and this time it's um, it's it's in the form of um, questions and answers, where Shrimataji speaks about the Kundalini itself in ourselves, how it works, and um, the pure desire of Kundalini in, in, within us. So we're going to to start now, and in between these uh, these questions and answers, we will have a bit of music. Uh, enjoy. Is raising the Kundalini dangerous? Not at all. Kundalini is your mother. She is your individual mother, and she looks after you. She knows everything about you. She's taped everything that you have been doing, you have been desiring. She knows everything about it. And she's anxiously waiting to give you your second birth. As your mother took up all her, upon herself all the labor pains, she takes all the troubles upon herself. We have had so many people. I have never seen anyone getting into trouble. This myth has been created by people who are money-oriented, I think, who wanted to frighten you so that you don't go to reality and pay, pay them well. Could you define Kundalini? Kundalini is a power, as I told you, is a residual power, is the fourth power within us, which resides in the triangular bone in three and a half coils. And it rises through six centers, subtle centers. This is the power of your pure desire. All other desires are impure because they are never satiable in general. The only desire that is pure is to be one with the divine. Everything 
understands why uh, our own actions cause imbalances in ourselves. But how about young children? How do these diseases get caused in young children? Now, for example, a mother is a very busy lady. When the child is there, she's doing all kinds of work and thinking too much, running too much, or the father is doing that. That has an effect on the child. You see, human beings are delicately made. I mean, in ancient times, if a woman was to have a baby, she used to take it very easy. And she used to read something spiritual. She used to be thinking about her child and feeling that motherhood within herself. But the mother doesn't think of the child. She just thinks she has to today go for hairdo or she has to do something facelifting or something like that. Well, I don't know much about these things, but that's what I've seen. It's too much of superficiality. And this has killed the beauty even of romance, you will be surprised. Absolutely, it's absurd. These hairdressers have ruined the beauty of women in the way because somebody likes one particular type of hairdress, he falls in love with the hairdress. Now she changes her hairdress, he wants to have a divorce with her. <laughs> so superficial attachments, to superficial things, there's no deeper attachment to innate, something so natural. Artificial things cannot lead us anywhere, they can never give us joy. Why are we here in the first place? We are on this earth to grow into a human state and then into the spirit state. Are we reborn again and again from lower states to the human state and should we be less concerned with materialistic things? Yes, you are born, no doubt. They say that you have to pass through 35 crores will be August, 35, 350 million uh, yonis, means the species. You have to pass through that to come to a human stage. Can you imagine? What is the second question? You see, this is, to say do this or do that is not going to work out because we have no balance. Whatever we want to do, we go to extremes, whatever one may say. So this is not going to work out. First of all, once your spirits start shining, 
then in that light you get the balance and you know what is right and what is wrong. And in that balance then you know how to behave. But if you say, now don't have materialism, all right, you say, all right, I give up everything, I wear those orange dresses and I'm not going to look at anything. But such a person, if you have to approach, go with a bar school because he has given up something but he's accumulated a lot of anger and frustration and everything. So it's never natural to be like that. So to be naturally is to first of all be spirit so that automatically you become a balanced personality. through the realization process now by Srimataji herself. She, Srimataji has been traveling the world constantly since the 1970, just to announce, to tell people that they have this, uh, this capacity to achieve their self-realization and how to do it. So in, the, in these uh, presentations she's been giving, giving she she gave realization to people and we have one recording we, we can uh, make you listen to put your right hand on the heart as i've told you that the spirit resides in your heart which is a reflection of god almighty so here you have to ask a very fundamental question about yourself you may call me mother or you can call me Sri Mataji, whatever you like. Please close your eyes and don't open them till I tell you. Please close them, not tightly, lightly, you should just close them. Now, here you have to ask a question three times. Mother, am I the spirit? Please ask the question. Mother, am I the spirit? Three times in your heart. Please ask in your heart. Ah, I have told you that if you become the spirit, you become your master, your guide. So take down your hand in the upper portion of your abdomen on the left hand side and press it. Here again a fundamental question about yourself you have to ask, Mother, am I my own master? Ask this question in your heart three times. Mother, am I my own master? Hmm. I've already told you that I cannot cross over your freedom and I cannot force pure divine knowledge on you. I cannot force it. So you have to ask for it. Now take down your right hand in the lower portion of your abdomen on the left hand side and here you have to ask six times because this center has got six petals. Mother, please give me pure divine knowledge. Please ask six times. Hmm. 
Once you ask for pure divine knowledge, the Kundalini starts moving like a primulina seed upward. So you have to open your upper centers with full self-confidence. Raise your right hand in the upper portion of your abdomen on the left hand side. Here you have to say with full self-confidence ten times, Mother, I am my own master. I have told you at the very outset that you are not this body, this mind, this intellect, these emotions, but you are the pure spirit. So raise your right hand in the, on top of your heart and here. You have to say, again with full confidence, twelve times, Mother, I am the pure spirit. You have to say it twelve times, Mother, I am the pure spirit. I've already told you that this all-pervading power is the ocean of knowledge, ocean of compassion, ocean of blessings. But above all, it is the ocean of forgiveness. So please forgive yourself and raise your right hand in the corner of your neck and your shoulder and turn your head to your right. Here you have to say with full confidence sixteen times, Mother, I am not guilty at all. Please say it sixteen times. Mother, I am not guilty at all. <clears throat> Logically, I have explained to you whether you forgive or don't forgive, you don't do anything. But if you don't forgive, then you play into wrong hands, especially at, that, at this time if you don't forgive. This Agya center won't open and the Kundalini won't pass through. So please remember that you have to forgive everyone without thinking about them. So now raise your right hand on top of your head and please put down your head. This is very important to put down your head. And here you have to say, from your heart, not how many times, Mother, I forgive everyone in general. Say it from your heart. Say it from your heart, not superficial. Now, without feeling guilty, without counting your mistakes, you have to ask for forgiveness from this all-pervading divine power. So now take your right hand on the back side of your head. Push it back. Push it back as far as possible. And here you have to say, O oh, Divine Power, if I have done any mistakes, knowingly or unknowingly, please forgive me. This you have to say from your heart, not how many times again. O oh, Divine Power, if I have done any mistakes, knowingly or unknowingly, please forgive me. 
Please say it from your heart. Now the last center is the most important for which you have to stretch your palms fully. And put the center of your palm on top of the fontanelle bone area, which was a soft bone in your childhood. Now please bend your head and push back your fingers as far as possible. Push back your fingers. And now move your right hand. But before that, I have to say that I cannot force self-realization on you. So please bend your head, push back your fingers, and you have to ask for self-realization. So move your hand slowly, clockwise, seven times, saying, Mother, please give me my self-realization. You have to ask seven times. <coughs> Please take down your hands. Open your eyes. You can wear your spectacles also. And put both the hands towards me like this. Little higher. Little higher. Now, please bend your head like this and put the left hand towards me and with the right hand try to see if there's a hot or a cool breeze-like sensation coming from your fontanelle bone area. Now, don't doubt it, because your brain doesn't have an air conditioner. So please bend your head and see for yourself by moving your hand up and down. Sometimes you get it closer to the head or sometimes away, but don't put your hand on top of your head. Now, if it is hot, please bend your head. Thank you.
We hope that you have enjoyed the program. Uh, Peter is on panel. Um, and my name is Jean-Michel. Um, what you should do at home is try to meditate. Uh, usually what I do is I meditate every morning and every evening for 15 minutes, half an hour, sometimes one hour, sometimes more. But the essential thing with meditation is to try and reach this silence, which is not very difficult to achieve, but at the same time can be difficult because we are every day busy with other things. So if you sit down and put your hand above your head and ask again this energy, this mother, to awaken and to give you the silence. Just try this every day. And we have classes every, every week in different parts of Sydney. The meditation classes which are free. You can find out about the location and the time on the website freemeditation.com and we, you can find out uh, which program is closest to you and most convenient to you to go to. Thank you very much and uh, see you next time. Bye.